so it gives me great pleasure to introduce my next guest to you guys it is phil uh from the band taproot welcome phil hey thank you man thanks for having me absolutely my pleasure um when i saw this come up i was like fucking hell i love this band um (laughs) and i was like i've got to get you guys on so i connected with your your press agent over in the states and um yeah here we are um but yeah no taproot um you guys been away for a bit first and foremost so it's not that you've been sort of plugging away you have been away for about a good 10 years or so out of the scene um yep give or take a few years i don't know um but yeah you're back with a new album um called scissors um and it is out now for everyone that wants to go listen to it came out last week i believe uh september 29th so what are we at about two about a month ago yeah 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 september yeah sorry i keep almost yeah time flies, I forget man. We're in time flies. it's crazy um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's out now i gave that a listen i've had that on listen for quite a while it's a it's a, it's a taproot album uh yeah, yeah. a couple of tracks on there i really like um the one you did with elias in fact the one you yeah. just played, uh from non-point um that was a great track it's called uh favorite song yeah, yeah um, that's our single right now yeah yep yeah. uh second thought i thought was a great track as well um yeah and um i mean you've released that you released a few singles before that but the whole album's out now so people can go and listen to it uh it is on all the streaming services as far as i'm aware i listen to it on mine um <laughs> um and uh you guys also released uh, a b-sides and rarities album yep yep well it's actually a best of our b-sides and rarities album. okay our, our, like we did a box set um i want to say like 2017 ish um just because nothing had been going on with us and yeah we're talking and we had all this music that we hadn't ever released so it's sort of like you know b-sides from albums that never really you know they're out there but they're not for um on the regular albums and yeah. then just some you know uh demos and you know things that were barely even demos just ideas that we'd had just and we made this i think 144 songs on this eight disc wow compilation right so that was released limited edition i think we did like a thousand of them or something just for people that wanted them yeah and so we liked what we did with it but we promised we wouldn't release the same thing again so we kind of did this best of that which is basically about two songs per era yeah of taproot like for basically kind of per album of taproot okay. um two songs per era and it's a bit like 16 17 songs on the, on the thing and uh, it's pretty cool pretty cool taste of what what you would get with the whole um box set yeah, it, it kind of felt like a cleaning of the closet, if you will. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, sort of, just sort of getting that stuff out, and then and then obviously going into this new album as well, um, and uh, sort of getting back together with the majority of the original lineup, um, yeah. and then you started performing shows, um, which has been great to see. I just saw you got added to the uh, Welcome to Rockville uh, line, yeah. which is absolutely. I, I look at that and I. I see our lineups here in the UK and I'm like, Oh, that's pretty good. It's nice. And I look at like, cause I lived in the U S for a bit and right. it's one thing I miss is the lineup of bands. <laughs> There's just so right. many. I mean, well, I yeah. see them all, but it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. How, you know, um, how do you guys like sort of look at that? Like when you see a, a festival that is jam packed with bands like that, how do you, well, sort we're, of, de- like, we're, you know? we're definitely fortunate. Um, when I used to live, like when we first started out, kind of i can relate similar to what you're saying we still live in michigan mm. and there's all these new bands coming out they would like but they're basically they're based out in la and i was always used to look at la like oh my god like that's where all the bands are they're performing all the time 
you know, and we don't get to see them out here. So probably similar to the UK, not that you guys don't get bands out there, but there's certain bands I know of that here that are popular here, they don't make it there very often. Yeah. Uh, us included, because it's just, it's hard to get over there. You know, it's expensive. You have to have the time, the whole thing. And then you have to have, you know, the popularity enough for people to, you know, people to want to come to see you to make it worthwhile. Right. But yeah, I mean, you guys have some great festivals. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what's current. I know we did the download festival yeah. back in the day. You know, that was a big one that, that we did. Is that still, I mean, that that was still guys. going that if they just wow. their lineup for this year, it's the 21st year. Uh, okay. And they've just announced there. I think they got pretty much same sort of headliners in the shape of Queens of the Stone Age, Fallout Boy. Um, and. The other one escapes me. I'm going to have to look it up. But yeah, they just announced their lineup and it's got a solid sort of undercard as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is important these days because that's where a lot, that's where you find a lot of bands for one. Um, and two, like sometimes the headliners can be a bit samey. Um, you know, not to disrespect the, uh, the festival or anything like that. Um, but yeah, you got, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, the other headliner. So, okay, nice. You know, you got that lot and you've got, you know, Machine Head, Pantera offspring right. or blood all that kind of lot um playing along with like they've announced like 40 something bands already um right right so yeah we do have that um we have bloodstock festival which is the other sort of big metal festival um in the uk that is uh, and then we've got a bunch of sort of like smaller ones that kind of circulate those okay so, yeah 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 yep um yeah i see so yeah what do i think i think it's great i mean i think i i've kind of missed like the Ozfest style where where the that that show would travel yeah. around yeah. you know but um it was good. it's a nice way to get all these bands together and try to see some of your favorite bands all, all in one go yeah um i think i think they're great and for us it's cool to be on it because we get to see a lot of old friends make new friends you know some of these bands like chevelle for instance we, we've mm. been I'm, I, i've missed them every time um but we've done a, you know there's a couple uh festivals that they're on that we're on that i'm hoping to you know say hi to those guys again haven't said hi to them since by two of them, five or six. Yeah. You know? Um. So, for us, it's it's cool to do that. Also, even crew members that now work for you know our old our old sound guy now works for Papa Roach, and you know things like that. Where we have you know our our one of our old tour managers works for Breaking Benjamin. Okay. You know, so when we get to tour with these or play shows with these guys, these bands, we get to say hi to our old friends as well. That's amazing. That's amazing. It was coming. Yeah. You know, I had, I had a similar thing last year. I went to, um, cause I used to be in a band back in the day and, and a lot of friends, a lot of people I've sort of kept in contact with. And there was this festival happening in the UK and I went to it and it was like a big reunion. It was great. It was just like, yeah, yeah, right. It was the tour with people used to book us. People used to like, you know, um, just help us out back in the day. And it, it, it's yeah. just great to reconnect with them after all these years. And, you know, we're, we're now online Facebook friends and whatnot and all that kind of stuff. So it's it sort of worth it in that in that respect to sort of keep in touch with them and see what they're doing and you know because you spend a lot of time so yeah that's what's been interesting about doing these shows too because again like you said you have your facebook friends and all that stuff that you feel like you oh yeah i know all these people that are our fans and and friends and everything but then we start playing these shows again and there's people that you know i haven't thought of in 10 15 years Mm. that are coming out to these shows i'm like oh yeah hey dude you know or (laughs) like that you're, you're just so excited to see them come out and, and and still be supporting you and you know we all have our own busy lives and all that kind of stuff but these the music kind of brings you back together and our fans are excited to see each other we're excited to see our fans our fans are excited to see us like the whole thing is just this really cool vibe of what's going on right now and it's i don't know man it's 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 a blessing doing what, what i'm able to do right now because you know i've got a regular job i've got a wife i've got kids yeah and to kind of 
I thought I was done. Um, really doing this, other than like a show here, a show there, right? We, yeah. You know, we've done a show in Michigan where we're from, but to be doing as many shows as we're, as we're doing now and then to have more stuff lined up for next year. Um, I forgot how much I love this. You know, I really do enjoy playing, being on stage with, you know, with my band and just talking to fans afterwards and before and, you know, going out to the different cities we're in and seeing the sites, dude, the whole thing is, you know, even just the traveling for hours on end. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun. You know, you just play music, you get to see what other people are listening to. Yeah. Um, get long, long chats with your bandmates and crew. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, it's something that I miss on that front or have missed uh yeah. in that time and it's it's um like i did actually catch you guys when you came to the uk i was going to say when you mentioned coming over to the uk it was back in oh yeah i want to say oh two uh 2000 probably yeah i think you were supporting pitch shifter oh yeah okay um it was only a couple of shows i think you did because you were on like a kerrang festival or K-Fair. yeah something like that yeah um but i think i caught you guys at the nottingham show you did okay yeah um, yeah yeah i love pitch shifter guys man those guys are great yeah no another great band um especially from this shore as well. I know part of them live over in the States now as well. So it's sort of, you know, <laughs> but right, they yeah, usually yeah. get back together, which is nice. Um, nice. But yeah, no, I'll just say I quit goes back in the day with um, your album uh, gift and welcome. Um, both those were sort of big albums in my life. Um, yeah, nice. And just sort of like, just sort of being part of my, uh, not just part of my listening. Uh, I also DJ rock clubs and stuff. So playing out like uh gift and, uh, poem and again and again and stuff like that to people to you know get them dancing and stuff like that in the nightclub yeah uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> but you know and 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 it's like this opportunity like you guys coming back i went back and i listened to um those albums and and i did actually miss uh plead the fifth i didn't realize that had come out all right yeah perfectly honest with you uh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. discovered that oh, one love that um and the episodes as well uh i missed yeah um, but um no you know catching up is good um but yeah no this new album scissors really digging it um i've 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 been recommending it to people um, nice thank you a few weeks and stuff so hopefully you know get get enough momentum and i'm not saying i've got that bigger pull but get over here and play something here uh, it would be cool we've been talking about it and uh you know it just has to you know when the stars line up right we'll make it work yeah um you know timing again is is important and just you know be able to spend enough time there because right now you know i have a regular job um and it's just you know i work five days a week you know and 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 all these shows we book as like friday saturdays so that i can you know i'll have a limited number of vacation days yeah so to go over to the uk it's like that's a whole that yeah it's a whole yeah it's like all, all you know if we go for two weeks that's you know uh, about half my vacation time for the year yeah. you know so it's just uh, hard to make that work at this current time but yeah. you know we've got some ideas on on how to make it happen so we'll see oh cool i mean that'd be cool uh i mean i'm looking at coming over to that festival in in florida because uh, oh yeah nice yeah, yeah. I used to, well basically when i lived in the states it was in florida i lived in tampa so i kind of okay. know, well i know that i know it's not daytona beach but um you know, I know, I know the area. I know how to drive over there, which is great. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So that all helps. Um, but that, like, it, it is looking like hope. Well, hopefully, if 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 money is right, we'll do it as a family and go over there and uh, um, and enjoy as much of that as we can because it, it looks it looks huge. It just looks yeah, yeah. so. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, with you guys, what what is your sort of apart from what we just talked about? What is your sort of plan going forward? What is the plan with taproot is it to keep going is it to 
you know, is, is there another album potentially in the wake at the moment, or are you just sort of living off this, this last one? Right now we're, we're sort of, you know, the new album just came out. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're riding the wave of, of whatever's going on right now, right? New metal seems to be on this, you know, upturn. People are really yeah. excited about this, you know, with the way that generations go with music. Like people are excited about what we're doing again, which shocked the crap out of me because I didn't know that this was going on. Um, I'm it's a not good feeling. very in touch with <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's been amazing, man. I, I did not expect the response that it's been so far. It's just been like, it, it feels really good. And so we're trying to just kind of reestablish ourselves. Um, new album is as relevant as any of our albums, I feel like. And it's got songs like, you know, it's a favorite song. Yeah. Um, no, no one else to blame. We control our destiny. There's some real badass songs on this album that, you know, and even, even as me, um, some of them are still growing on me that I'm liking more. Like we control our destiny. Mm. For some reason I didn't really love it at first. It just kind of was a little too much for me, I guess. I don't know. I'm a little more tame these days. <laughs> but after after playing it live and learning it, I, I, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, you know? there's a couple so, of like sort of on the scale of epic song or ballady songs on there as well. That yeah, people out. I mean, you've got uh, was it "Live Without You"? Uh, Love, with, "Love Without You," yeah, "Love Without You" with, sorry, uh, with uh, Audrey, Audrey Ray. Ray. Yeah, yeah, she's um, awesome. And you've got the best things in life, which follow it on the album. Yep. Um, both like it's the way to end. Obviously, end it on. Um, there's a bonus track on the end of the one I listen to. Right. Yeah. Sorry. But um, like it ends on that kind of like epic scale, ballady scale. Yeah. On that front, was that something that you were comfortable with going into it, or is it sort of more? Let's try this. Let's do this. Let's work with this local. Um, she's a country singer, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's so she's a friend of our producer uh, Tim Paddlin. Um, even though Steve uh, did the album by himself, we're still friends, and we're recording at his studio. Yeah, or he recorded at his studio. So Tim. We were looking for Steve. Steve wrote this song years and years and years ago, um, and it's it's changed a little bit since the original uh, iteration. But you know, he wanted something a little extra, having a, a girl sing on it, and and Audrey was available, and she was awesome, and she did it, and it, it to a song turned out great. Yeah, you know, it's one of my favorite songs on that album, and then that hook of that chorus is just so so yeah. good, incredibly catchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, like obviously, how do you? Like with this new wave kind of of new metal coming through, uh, there's a lot of new fans coming through, and they're going back and listening to a lot of the yeah, right. And they obviously um, there are some that are still sort of hitting that new metal weight, like you know they're still at the top of the pyramid, like Corn and things like that. And they just yeah did their collab with uh, with with Adidas. Not if this isn't one of them, this is a standard Adidas top. Um, <laughs> um, but you know how, how's like, obviously so you just sort of like you found that out. Did someone approach you regarding it, just saying that new metal is is now going to be the next sort of wave? Because we had a not at all, email yeah, not at all, which yeah, was strange because that came before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that came after new metal. Sorry, so it kind of like it's almost new metal got missed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I wasn't like I said. I'm not really in touch. I'm more just focused on my personal life, and and I don't even listen to a lot of heavy music anymore, which is kind of funny. Uh, but when it came, when, uh, essentially I talked to our manager, Tom, um, we were old friends. We weren't even, he wasn't managing us or anything at the time. He was just an old friend that I was touching base with. And he was working for, or is working for a company that does skateboards yeah. and merch. So he said, Hey dude, we should do a taproom skateboard. We should do like your first three albums on a skateboard. I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. What do I have to do? It's like nothing. I'm like, perfect. That's what I, I love that, you know, like the less I, cause I'm a busy guy, man, the less I have to do the better. 
Yeah. And then from there we started doing merch and then the best of B sides. Cause he, lo- he heard about our B sides thing. And he was like, dude, we got to do something with that. We can't just let that sit. So I'm like, well, we can't release the whole thing, but maybe we'll do a best of And So we did the best of B sides. And then he heard that the new re- taproot record was close to being done. And he's like, man, you, you can't just, just half-ass release this. Let me, let me do, <laughs> do something real for you. And so I was, so we partnered up again and, and, and I, and I was doubtful to be honest. I was like, yeah. I'm not sure how this is going to go. Cause I, again, I didn't know there was this resurgence of our, the scene that we were part of. Yeah. So when he said, yeah, dude, this is going to, this going to be huge. I was, you know, I'm like, we'll see. And then as we, you know, um, we, we were planning on playing our hometown already. Right? We played there plenty of times. We're going to sell it out. Right. It's a, you know, smaller, but cooler club, like, like about 550 capacity. Yeah. And so we usually do one or two nights there. We figured we'll probably be able to do two nights. We'll sell out the first one in a couple of days and we'll sell out the second one in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So we kind of planned that. But like if the first one doesn't sell out, then we won't do the second one. But we just planned on two shows. And so our first show, as soon as it went on sale, it sold out in like 20 minutes. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? And then we put the next one out a week later, like said, hey, we're, you know, we're going to add. So that was Friday. We're at Saturday. And a week later, it sold out in 30 minutes. It's crazy. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And so our, uh, the, the owner said, do you want to try it for Sunday? I'm like, sure. I mean, we sold out the first two in such a short time. I mean, and so Sunday took a lot longer. One, it's a Sunday and two, yeah. it's, you know, whatever. But eventually that one sold out too. So we had three sold night, sold out nights at the machine shop. And from there, we just were like, well, there's obviously some interest here. That's our hometown. So it's just on these other waters. We got some offers. Our offers were better than they've ever been. And I was like, you know, because when we left the scene, um, you know, 2014, 13, 14, whatever. Yeah. It, it, you know, there's these, there's, there's cycles, there's waves, right? Yeah. So it was, we're on this downturn, right? We're, it was just like this, we were just struggling to get by. And it was like, it was really becoming difficult to make it worthwhile. And then our, our singer was having some, um, health problems with like seizures and stuff. So we, we would sometimes miss two or three shows because he had a seizure and couldn't, wasn't recovered in time to play yeah. a show. And, you know, your expenses stay the same because you're still out on the road. Yep. But all of a sudden you've lost thousands of dollars of what you're supposed to end up with at the end. And it's just like, it wasn't sustainable for us at that time. You know, so circling back to now, all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're not doing long tours. We're doing just weekends. Yep. These are the best days to be playing shows anyway. People are going to come out. People are going to yep. come see us. So we're trying to be a little more strategic about everything. But yeah, I mean, so that combined with the resurgence of this scene it's been it's been incredible that's amazing i love that i mean I, i'm a massive fan of new metal i was the band i was in was part of the uk sort of thing of new metal yeah um, nice back in, back in the early sort of well early 2000s uh what, what was your band called uh we were called zero cypher um okay we did all right in the uk uh we played yeah, out yeah. in europe but didn't get any further than that and i was the dj as you can sort of oh, yeah, yeah. Tell nice in the background here um, <laughs> um so it was like you know that that sort of and now now it's sort of coming back around a lot of people have kind of started to rediscover our music and things like that and and we've just put out a bunch of basically me and the other main sort of songwriter in the band um sort of came across a bunch of demos that we were working on before we split up and um we just put them together and and actually we're releasing something early next year so um it's just sort of just a studio release we're not planning on touring it or anything like that but um it's just sort of nice to see this sort of new appreciation of that sound because it sort of 
as with anything, I think people got sick of it and it became like new metal became a dirty word in the music industry or the it, metal, did. it really did. You know? yep. So everyone was trying to like get past, you know, we're post hardcore, we're emo, we're whatever you want to call ourselves. Um, but it's just nice now that it's come back around and there's a lot of bands like yourself that were kind of on the, I wouldn't say like, you know, you're on the periphery of the main sort of stages and stuff. Um, yeah. you know, you're definitely a recognized act of that movement and, and it's, it's sort of a lot of those bands are sort of getting heard again, which is great. Cause like before you're sort of stuck behind, you know, not no disrespect to anything, but like Lincoln park corn, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, right, and, yeah. and it's sort of, that was what people heard when they heard new metal. That was what people, they didn't go deep dive into it. Cause there was no, no, no sort of, you know, everyone was sort of looking at another genre that was big at the time. Yeah. Um, but now it's you well, know, and like anything, like even like when you look at you know '80s hair metal or grunge yeah. or whatever, like the mar- the the industry itself just tries to capitalize it way overboard, right? They were just you know, oh, if, if you had it back in the day, if you had a DJ and a rapper, you know, and you're in your you know heavy heavy metal, whatever, but you had those elements, boom, we're signing you. You know, they sign all these bands, and just it became oversaturated. Yes. You know, I think that's why the you know the genre like you said it, it was kind of like a eh, new metal was kind of you know was a it left a bad taste in your mouth but now w- when you look back and i like to look at it this way you know it's not it's not so much of a genre per se as in like you know you have to have a dj you have to have a rapper that you know that kind of what you know was what it was thought of at the time but when you look at the bands that are considered new metal i mean from us to you know slipknot to uh, Mudvayne to yeah. Disturbed to all, all these bands that they're 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 not they're, they're all different styles of music, yeah. um, but all have all have came from that same time period and all have the same idea of what we're trying to do, right? Like it's it's this sort of I don't know, like music has a each, each, I feel like each genre of music has its own purpose, right? I've been getting a lot more into country music um, lately, and it's it's got a certain style, right? It's got a certain feel that you get to it, and and then you get into you know, new metal has got a certain feel to it. You get into pop, yeah. music has got a certain feel to it. So depending on your mood and, and how you are, and, and I used to be just, I'm a metal guy. I just listen to metal and, you know, then I expanded to, oh, now I can listen to some rap because there's some rap in the new metal stuff, right? Yep. And then yep. you expand that to, to certain ones because they, they use real instruments like the roots, whatever, right? You, have, you justify why you're allowed to listen to certain things. But then after a while, you're just like, dude, this is just good music. You know what I mean? Like Jay-Z makes some awesome songs. Yeah. There's no reason why I want to listen to them. You know, Eminem's freaking ridiculous. Yep. You know, and there's and and, and I and I'm one of those guys, kind of you're saying new metal. I know like the corn and uh, you know, Lincoln Parks of those genres. I don't go deep dive. I don't know that deep into it. You know, I just know those super popular stuff. Yeah, but every genre is just such. There's such good music out there, and I feel like these days it was also cool. Even though new metal is having this resurgence, is people are just so much more open minded. You know, people that are liking new metal now like all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's not just. Oh, new metal is my thing, and that's all I like. It's they like all sorts of music. Yeah, no, definitely true, definitely true. Um, well, I've got a couple of questions left for you, Phil. That's all right. Yeah, uh, man. I'll let you get on with the rest of your day. Um, but um, what your like? Um, if you could pinpoint three records that were, were the most pivotal in your life, so not necessarily your favorite records, um, but three sort of albums that or songs that that really sort of changed your direction into like, I want to be a bass player. I want to be in a band. I want to do the touring thing or, you know, however, like even if it's recent stuff that kind of just changed your perspective on, on life. <laughs> uh, um, one of them was definitely Korn's first album. When, when uh, that first album came out, 
it just changed the way I even listened. I didn't know music could be like that. Mm. You know, I didn't know music could invoke those emotions and have that kind of that just super dark yeah. and just that vibe. It was different than metal, right? With the yeah. shredding and all that stuff, right? And it was different than grunge. Yeah, It's like you just took metal and grunge and just made this new thing that was deeper and darker, you know? And so that, that to me was that first porn album. And it just, it changed the way I, I thought about music. Um, Metallica's Injustice for All was before that. And that was one of the also one, ones that changed the way I looked at music. I, mean, I actually lived in England at the time. Okay. Um, I lived, yeah, I was stationed at Chicksands Air Force Base, okay. which is no longer around. Um, but yeah, I remember listening to that uh, when we were skating. And I remember hearing Blackened for the first time. And I was just like, Wow. What is skateboarding, <laughs> mind you? Not roller, roller skating. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember hearing Black for the first time, and I was just like, "What is this?" Because before that, I'm like, you know, I was into like Bon Jovi and yeah. Poison and all that kind of stuff. And, and when you hear this other, you know, that was just like a whole other thing for me. Uh, more recently, let's see, uh, what would be a third album? Uh, I mean, there's a lot, man. Uh, you know, as far as influential albums to me, I'll go more influential would be Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers okay. is up there. Uh, Purple by Stone Temple Pilots is up there. Um, Jameer Kwai Traveling Without Moving is up there for me. Like, just, you know, great bass playing that just, you know, fits the song really well. Some a little bit more flashier than others. Yeah. But just, you know, it's, it's, I, I, those are three of my favorite bass players. You know, Flea, uh, Rob DeLeo, and Stuart Zender. You know, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. No, that's, um, that, that, I, I mean, they're all, great albums and and as bass players go yes i love all those bass players as well yeah my turn slightly there is my bass guitar behind me um <laughs> so um but yeah no they're all they're all ones that i uh have followed over the years and attempted to mimic in some kind of way but right never as good but you know i managed i managed so at the moment it's yeah. just the prop behind me uh but these turntables do get used they're not just the nice. prop so, which is good right right Yes, exactly. And, um, yeah. So, um, finally, um, so, sorry, before I go into that, the corn album. Yes. That corn album that was one of the things that sort of got me back into metal was that album, that and the first Deftones album. Yeah. Just, right. You know, those ones were just crazy. Like it took, it, it was totally different from the heavy metal I was listening to. So Iron Maiden, Guns N' Roses, stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Same, same dude. Exact same. I'm like, and that was, has a certain, again, survive, but then you hear this stuff. It's like, this is just different. Yeah. It's just darker. It's cooler. Yeah. You know, not cooler, just different. You know, yeah, no, definitely. So I still love the, old, I still love my Guns N' Roses stuff. I still love Bon Jovi. I still, you know, yeah, yeah, Iron Maiden, all that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it just sort of brought me back in. You know, it was that kind. Yeah. Of thing. Um, but finally, I should get you know, um, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not obviously doing stuff for Taproot or anything like that, what do you do to kind of like, you know, what is your sort of getaway? What is your, what is your passion away from there? Uh, my biggest thing is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay. Um, yep. It's like my ultimate everything. You know what I mean? If I could do that for the rest of my life, if I could have a job doing that, I'll, I'll be happy. I don't need a lot more than that. It's, it's, it's everything. It is crazy how many musicians I speak to that are actually into that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, I had uh, a few years ago, I had a guy called Ty. He was in a band called Everybody Panic. Um, he has his own studio, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu studio. That yeah. He owns. Uh, he just helped, um, Maynard James Keenan set up his nice. studio. Um, yeah. there's guys in like nothing more. There's my old, yeah, yeah. in fact, the guy I reconnected with my band, he's, he's been doing it for the last 10 years as well. So, so you guys know nothing more over there. And I, I wasn't sure if they've done much Europe. Have they, they've been over there? 
Yeah, they've been over here. Um, I've had okay. this uh, show twice now, um, and they've played. I know they're coming over and playing again soon, but they played sort of the smallish venues and the big sort of festivals so far. Yeah, they're one of my. Um, they're probably my favorite new band. That's I mean, yeah. new. They're what's it's been ten, fifteen years now or something. But to me, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're gosh, that's crazy. They've, I remember it, hearing them back yeah. in like 2012 for the first time. And here we are, eleven years later. I still feel like they're a new band to me. I know it's crazy. Yeah, they're dude. They're so good live. They're my favorites. And I remember talking to Johnny um, about jujitsu when he first started getting into my. And I'm like, dude, stick with the band. It's so good. Yeah. I think a couple of the guys, I think him and the drummer, maybe or him and one of the other guys, yeah. do it regularly. But as well as once you do it, you know, long, like if you do it just for a few weeks, you're you're generally going to be hooked for life because yeah. it just feels real. It feels like this is worthwhile. This is good for me. This is good for my, you know, my psyche. My, your, you know, it's good for your mental health. It's good for your physical health. Yeah. It's just, it's just, and it's good for, you know, if you ever, you know, I've never been in a fight in my life. I'd rather not, but it makes you feel like you could handle yourself. Yeah. You know, you can actually do something. And yeah, I try to, I mean, my brother and I joke about it because he, he's a black belt. He's been training, uh, you know, a little bit longer than I have. And it's one of those things where, Whenever someone's got problems, whether it's like, oh man, I'm, you know, I'm trying to solve, you know, my drinking issues, or I, I'm depressed, or I have anxiety, or I have this, or I have that, you know, or I just need, I'm in a funk, and where where our solution is always, dude, have you tried jujitsu? <laughs> and and it, and his wife said to him, like, why is that always your answer? Why do you always say that? <laughs> it's, it's like, well, because it helped us, and it helps everyone that comes in there, and we see it day after day after day. Everyone that comes in there goes, man. This is the greatest. This changed my life. This is amazing. And so I go, so why wouldn't you recommend that? And it could be anything. If you're a rock climber, I'm sure you say the same thing. You know, like, hey, dude, you got to try rock climbing or even DJ stuff. Like, dude, have you tried this stuff? It's awesome. Because when you find a, ho- a hobby that you love, you just, it just changes you, you know? Yeah. And so, and that's what music too. I play, I play a lot of, you know, my other hobby, even though it's still music related, I play a lot of acoustic guitar. Mm. You know, I play that more than I do bass um, these days. It's just fun. Yeah. You know, but having something like that, that enriches you, that you're learning from, like some people have hobbies and not to knock it, you know, I mean, we all like, I know people that collect shoes, they collect hats, they collect whatever, right? They yep. collect Pokemon cards. Like that's collecting and that's, but you're not developing a skill. You know what I mean? You're, it, which doesn't really develop, so you're developing your collection with, and it feels like you're doing it, but you're not like you, I recommend to anybody, whether, I mean, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, obviously I would recommend, but anything. Find a hobby in which there's a skill that you can keep getting better at yeah. that you like doing. And that will increase your quality of life. On, you know, Definitely. 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 Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm going to leave it there because that's a great place to end it, I think. Okay, brother. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Phil. Uh, good luck with everything. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you over on these shores at some point. Um, I hope so as well, man. I'm, I'm hoping to get over to the States and hopefully see you guys anyway on that front um hopefully that festival it's uh it's looking so tempting i keep talking about it but i haven't pulled the trigger um but (laughs) we'll we'll see but um no thank you very much i really appreciate your time um have a good day um i know you're you've you have done this early for me as well because obviously you're in the states i'm in the uk so is that yeah five hour difference i think at the moment yeah um but yeah thank you very much phil yeah man good talk to you brother thank you man cheers have a good one